0: I am now. Cool. Me too. Whoa. I'm going to open up a some window hot, you're right back. Some hot micage. You will know, just keep, keep a little away Stop here.
1: Stop objectifying Mike like that. Just Not
0: Mike done Mike. Speaking to the mic.
1: Hi, I've got yogurt, Mike. <laughs>
0: It'll come through on his end.
2: Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, it probably will. I was
0: going to say, you can't hear that shit? Um, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Sitting Ducks podcast. It's your boy, Jay Bird.
2: Mikey Dunn.
0: And uh, I'm Becca. Ka. Joining us.
1: Becca? Becca? Mikey? Our,
2: our house guest. House guest? <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm a, yeah. That's how dupe. Justin's roommate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Grandma, this is my house guest, Becca. <laughs> 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 house
1: guest and occasional business partner, <laughs>
0: Becca. Yes. Um and improv partner. Um, mm-hmm. this is this is our this is our coffee in the
2: morning episode. Yeah. What do, um, what do we want to call this else? one? Cafe cafe? Uh what do we want? Like uh, Cafe Cafe? I don't know. We have to think of something clever There's
1: though. There's gotta be a ducks. Something ducks related that we yeah. could work oh, we, into coffee.
0: It could be cafe, cafe tea. Cafe, could, cafe duck, duck, tea. Like duck, goose. duck, goose. Hi, Fellini. Yeah, because Becca does not drink cafe.
1: That's true. I do like cafe, cafe tea. Quack cafe.
0: Quack cafe. Sounds like crack cafe. Sure. It's a little insensitive. That's, I'm sorry. Um, cool. Uh, so this this episode, I, we were, Mikey, we were thinking about talking about our favorite... Uh, our favorite activity, which is uh, improv comedy, and what 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 made us get into it?
2: Yeah, we figured it'd be a nice little ditty um, episode. A nice little ditty. Yeah, nice little Instead ditty. Of
0: us just talking about nothing,
2: which is always fun. Um, we're sure, trying to I'm get better nice at do it, but we figured yeah. let's do a podcast about something we know, something we can talk about our experiences and have the three of us on and have a, our, three of our different perspectives on how we got into improv and why we started it and what we learned from it and I don't know, maybe there's something to take out of that or something, but. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So why don't, why don't we start with you, Mikey? What, what, what got
2: you into the sport?
0: The sport.
2: Yeah, it is. It's definitely a sport if you ask any. It's a contact athlete, sport. Contact, you know? yeah. Depending on how much you want it to be. Um, I got into improv. Um, I had just graduated college in 2017. Wait, you
0: graduated college this recently?
2: 2017. Wow. Like like I I got out of school. Yeah. Um, I had taken, I had gotten, I had taken years off and stuff like that. And so again, oh no, is my cat going to throw up?
0: So, you're kind of going to throw up? Is that what you said?
2: I can tell when she's about to. Oh, God. Catch it. Catch it before. Uno momento.
0: While Mikey's taking a break, I'm going to go blow my nose. Okay. It's just you.
1: Okay. Monologue. All right. I will. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. That was Justin's fart. Can still hear it. No now he's blowing his nose. You good. Mikey's coming oh. back. Mikey's yeah, back she's, on the pod,
2: Mikey. She there. totally threw up.
1: Um oh, poor Fifi. Okay. Yeah, for,
2: uh, for for anybody uh listening <clears throat> for the first time, uh this is the earliest we've ever recorded a podcast.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. No one no one's no one's paying attention. Okay. No one cares. No one's
2: listening.
0: <laughs> We're just as high uh,
2: as we usually are, so.
0: The early morning
2: hot brew. We're doing great.
1: Okay. Nine I'm really sorry. Mikey. No, I, I,
2: we've had so many graduated. Distra- it's all Fellini's <laughs> fault. I mean, really. Just after she threw Fifi. up, it was all downhill. Okay. She
1: is such a great name for a cat also, like Fifi Fellini. Like, I love it.
2: Yeah. I do too. Yes. She was made for her. It's a perfect name for her. Um, Seriously. The day of my graduation, I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's actually, the story begins when I first graduated high school. So. Right.
2: 2008, I graduated high school. Obama elected. Wow. <laughs> he's the reason you did improv. He's what he's good at improv, is that what you said?
0: No no no. I was gonna say Barry is the reason you got into improv. Barry. Right. Barry Obama.
2: Barry Obama. Brandon um, Obama.
0: Becca, where were where were you at? Did you just did you graduate college as well and realize improv was in your future?
1: Um, yeah. So I actually in college I was in a uh, performing arts troupe that was really quirky. Um, Shout out to Creativity Diversity Troupe, University of Maryland. Go Terps.
0: UMD. UMD. Terps. Um,
1: And we were like the only student group that was kind of integrated into the theater department, sponsored by the theater department, something like that. Like we were a big part of the theater department. So we had a lot of theater majors in the group. Mm. It was predominantly theater majors. And we wrote, direct, and directed, and starred in our own pieces. Oh, that's great. So I say pieces because they were not always scenes. Sometimes they were dances. Sometimes uh, they were songs. Sometimes they were just like movement pieces with no vocals, but somebody like cut a track and mm. we were just like do, doing kind of like interpretive dancing. It's um, great. It was fun. It was like weird stuff, but, but it was a lot of fun. But to cut to the point, a lot of times at like school events, when we were representing our group, we would do improv activities just because we didn't technically have anything prepared usually until like the end of the semester when we were doing our show. Um, so we would always like improv, do improv stuff. And I hated doing it like it gave me so much anxiety because we had no real improv training we had never practiced it was just like do these little like like improvise a scene go Mm. and so i hated doing it i dreaded it it was not fun so when i moved to providence um i knew that i wanted to find an improv class because i had a good friend doing it in dc and i was into theater Um, but I was super nervous because of my experience in college. Like when I first started taking improv classes, watching improv gave me anxiety just because I was so like,
0: you knew what was at stake.
1: Yeah. And I was just so nervous for the performers. Like it was wild. Does that story make any sense? No, totally. Yeah. 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 But this is
0: great. Don't. I'm going to stop you there. I don't yeah, want, me. I don't want us. I want our stories to all peak at the same
2: time.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool.
2: <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Cause I, I'll go, I'll go off too much. Um,
0: no, 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 not that any of not that any one of us was talking too much about our things.
2: Um, I just think it would be fun to love uh, it for the three of us to right. uh, love it. verbally climax. Like, together. You're, you're killing, you're killing it with the, with the, um, nice. cure curation of this right now.
1: Yeah. Curation, moderation.
2: Yeah. Um, Cool. Do you I, want someone
1: uh, to pose it to you, or you're just gonna go right in? And...
2: <laughs>
0: I'm just gonna get into it. Okay. No, I actually had a question for Mikey. Did you um did you do any sort of like uh, a- accidental improv activity at all throughout your life uh, before doing improv?
2: Um. Yes, in college, um, my second time when I was at MassArt, I did a lot of um improv like like performance stuff and um, music stuff I was kind of getting into like that too and it was uh, so I had a sense of it but it was it was at a school where people take things kind of more on a serious more conceptual sure. like you know so I never really got to cut loose like you know and then I was just like when I after I graduated and I, everything I just wanted to Cut loose. Cut loose and not like, worry about did, trying to impress people like that all the time.
0: Right. Did Was there like a, a need to impress anybody at, at UMD or was it just loose? Did anyone take the improv activities seriously?
1: No, it was super loose, but I still... They were in front of audiences, so I still was like... This is terrible. Oh, so
0: you guys weren't just like doing it to warm up or doing it as like, you you know, your group meetings. You were doing improv games in front of people.
1: Yeah. So the whenever we had to kind of like demonstrate our group, if there was like a university, like I think probably twice a year we had kind of a day or a week in the semester where it's like Maryland day and people come and see the groups and like Mm. new students can like see what you're all about. So to showcase since what we did was like, basically anybody can write anything and it becomes a show. Also, I forgot to mention that our shows were always um, surrounding these like very nebulous themes. One time we had a show called sound effects, but it was effects with an A Okay. like like how
0: sound affects you how yeah sound effect i like things. it that's
2: very clever
1: we had a show called shh it's a secret about secrets it's great <laughs>
0: what improv did you do around that
1: we didn't do so okay sorry let me make this more clear. clarify for me um the way our group worked is we wrote and created our own show that was the show that we had each semester because we were writing and creating our own stuff for our show as a group, it's not like we had a performance ready for like events days, you know? <coughs> so yeah. like, at, and usually they're at the beginning of the semester where it's like, come and meet our theater department. Like here's this random group. So <coughs> when we were like doing, performing for, Kind of like this, the university um, at these event at these events, as opposed to our final show, mm. we would do improv activities. Gotcha. Because we're like actors and creators with a K and whatever with mm. a K, yeah, that's great. So that's when we would do the improv, but we we normally didn't really do it and um, we didn't really practice improv ever. So that's how you know
0: somebody is creative. They use
2: the letter, letters K instead of C.
1: That's what I'm saying. Totally.
2: You know, I just remembered something um, when I was mm. in college, I tried taking an improv class at Emerson College and I kind of tried to, and I tried to, cause they have, um, in Boston, there's the, all the schools are connected so you can take classes at other colleges. Um, so I tried doing an improv class at Emerson and I knew I couldn't really get in, but I tried to finagle my way in with like getting the okay from the teacher and like explaining my interest in it and blah, blah, blah. I got to the point where I would taken two classes and then the third, like, but before the third class, the, the Emerson uh, admission department called me and said, like, you, you can't take this class. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, but, but the teacher said it's cool. I was like, no, yeah, we get it. And you, you, you literally can't take this class. I'm like, all right. So I had, yeah. I had an itch. I just remembered that I had an itch in college to like, kind of get yeah. away from my art school and go do something at a different type of art school than like Emerson's yeah. definitely yeah. more TV oriented um right. kind of broadcast but oh, i was just
0: gonna ask so where did you spend a lot of time in providence
2: no not until i moved to north attleboro where it was when i really started like coming to providence more and i was just done with living in boston and yeah yeah anyways enough about me jaybird we need to talk about you and how well, you got into improv
0: well, here's why I, I want I wanted to finish y'all's college stories because I, f- I feel like I was out of college for a hot minute before, um, getting into improv. So I came to Providence to for work, um, and five I guess now probably seven years ago, but five five or so years ago before I started doing improv, um, I had uh, hit up the Providence subreddit and was like, "What do funny What do people who think they're funny do?" Because I had just moved out of my house, my parents' house um, was on my own looking to define myself. Um, and one of the responses to that Reddit post was, you know, the Providence improv guild, um, you uh, know, you know, some other people were like, Oh, you can do standup or, you know, this or that. Um, but then I focused all of my energy on my, uh, career and, and doing, uh, weddings and stuff like that with, uh, shooting weddings with my friends. Um, so then, you know, the idea of doing improv fell away, uh, for about five years. And then, um, yeah, so the combination of things happened. Um, one, I, uh, met my friend Gabby, who anytime we were together felt like we were doing just like improv or sketch type of comedy because we were just, d- just making each other laugh so much. And I was like, oh my God, I could do this. I could do this for a living. Um, and, uh, now I know that that's absolutely impossible, but
2: um, not impossible, but <clears throat> right. The not, like not the likelihood possible. is slim. Yeah,
1: we are looking for sponsors.
2: Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, but then um, I that was a subtle hint throughout my life. Uh, and then uh, I moved in with uh with my friend Paul for a little bit. He just moved into his house. I moved in with Paul and Olivia. Shout out to Paul. And um, shout out to Paul. And they and um. And Olivia. You know, through I, I got I got to really know them while I was living with them for like a month or half a month, however long it was. While I was in the middle of of, of transitioning between apartments, um, they asked me to. Uh, they soft asked me to officiate their wedding. They were. They told me that they were thinking about asking me. Um, to to which was just like the the defining moment for me. Uh, I guess it to in terms of just like accepting that i needed to do improv mm-hmm. um not only for me but to also be able to officiate this wedding successfully
2: totally so you felt the pressure you felt the pressure you wanted to do you wanted to do your friends oh God, I to do, like yeah. justice and uh make sure that, you know yeah i understand yeah not fuck up not fuck well yeah that in short yes um so then yeah i feel like
0: there was there's another another driving force uh, at at some point as well, but um, to get to get to the skinny, uh, yeah, that was that was my my main motivator. And I remember in uh, Alan Alan Susan taught my level one, and day one um, I came in and and he was asking everybody what why they were doing improv or why they wanted to learn improv, and uh, he gets to me. And I go, uh, you know, my best friend asked me to officiate his wedding and uh, everyone kind of, you know, um, not applauded, but you know, congratulated me and, uh, and I go, yeah. So I was planning on improvising the whole thing. And Alan Seuss's face goes from like happy, cheerful to, oh my God, that's not what this is. Um, and the second his is, you know, he reacts. I'm just like, just kidding, just kidding. I don't want you to think that, uh that's 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 the case and then he 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 replies with uh he goes he goes okay well here's a great first lesson for everybody don't come in with pre-written material yeah (laughs) and that was uh yeah that was my intro to improv
1: uh
0: chloe actually was my ta for that that first day too that's so cool i
2: swear to god i feel like i've probably even told that but forgot it
0: Um, but yeah, so you guys, so you, Mikey did not spend a lot of time in Providence. Becca, you had just moved up for work.
1: Yeah. I moved here, um, for my job and I actually was, um, looking, uh, to do like theater. I almost auditioned for a production of hair at one of these, like, local theaters, but I...
0: Like the Trinity, or...? I
1: think it was, I think it was, like, more of a community, community like the theater.
0: Ga- the game? Yeah,
1: something like that. Um, almost. I almost did it. But I thought that, like, kind of stuff was a little bit tricky to find, and, like, I wasn't... I think I emailed a couple people. Um, I was trying to find something, like, I had in college, like a troupe. Um, you know? And... Just like a small
0: collective to do variety stuff with? Like
1: a small collective. I would have done plays and theater and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I wanted like a group as opposed to just like having to...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like go to these auditions and not really be in it. So, and I know there's like, there is a really strong theater scene here, but it's a little bit tough to like break into or or figure out or find. So...
2: Yeah, like the... Yeah. Trinity, I was, yeah. I was always like really interested in the Trinity rep and stuff like that. Yeah. I like,
1: oh. Yeah. I, I was an usher there when I first moved here. Oh, that's great. Um, it was a lot of fun. I got to see the Christmas carol, Christmas carol for free. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I could How many times? Did you? <clears throat> I only sat through and watched the whole thing once. Oh, okay. I probably watched the first half like twice or three times.
2: Did either of you uh, ever grow up like watching a lot of, not maybe not a lot, but like musical theater in any way? um yeah like going to the nutcracker or uh even ice stuff even like you know stuff on ice is pretty like theatrical i don't know anything like that
1: i'm a big musical yeah fan
2: that's cool yeah
0: i i I did not grow up in a uh an artistic
2: household i didn't grow up in an artistic household either um really but did you spend a lot of time in theaters I was a I was a musical theater kid. Like I did a lot of it when I was little. Um, I was just a lot really of
0: like your own motivation, or were yeah. your parents driving for us? Uh, a
2: little bit of both? Uh, it was a, it was my my friend Alexi and I. We met each other in preschool, um, and we were both from different towns. and We always just kind of remained friends, and he was um, we just kind of clicked. And he was into he was his parents were like really motivated on getting him to like do like the, putting him in. Uh, private schools like all these in you know very special programs and stuff so through meeting him I kind of like asked kind of got me to ask my parents to let me do it um mm. and then it just kind of like kept going and yeah did a bunch of it when I was little
1: yeah I love theater I think I think the the theatric I bring a lot of, I try to bring a lot of theatrics to improv oh you certainly yeah. do um
2: yeah, you're always looking to kind of like paint the space. You add you had like the right color to it to kind of like create the right tone, I would say, for a scene. If like Jaybird yeah, and I are in a scene. Out. Say it again. I
0: was, I was going to say you balance things out. Yeah. Like
2: perfect. Exactly. exactly. You always know Thanks, what role guys. to play. If Jaybird and I are talking nonsense and like it's still special and like, you know, in its own little pocket. And then you kind of come in and kind of just like. Hmm, is this a glossy finish or a matte finish? Like what are, what are we what are we looking for right now? And like you have a good way of like kind of like doing that hundred
1: percent. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now improv is like my number my number one. So after I I was sitting on um, you know, the pig webpage for a while after I moved. I moved in September of 2017 and um I started taking classes in May of 2018 and as I was kind of like poking around for theater I also was kind of finding my bearings here um and I really wanted to make friends so um a couple classes kind of passed me by my really good friend Stephanie who actually was on the most recent What I Lie to You did right. theater uh, did improv in uh DC and recommended it highly so finally in may um melissa bowler was slated to be the level one teacher and i think i looked her up and was like i gotta take a class with her so cool. you know what a so, what an
2: amazing level one teacher by the way because she's she's
1: incredible one of the best. She's Sh- the best shout out to
2: bowler shout out to bowler yeah,
1: yeah. and I she just, just gets it. it.
0: She just yeah. gets improv on a, on a level that like if, is,
2: if, amazes if me. If any improv teams are listening to this, once the pandemic is through and we can start using coaches again on offsite mm-hmm. or onsite at pig locations, highly recommend yeah. Bowler. She For DTI in particular, she has been one of the teachers yeah. that, well, we, Tom Epstein's one of our main ones. JJ Lang's one of our best ones. Peter Kuhn is one of our best ones. But something about when Bowler comes in, she has a way of breaking down our group and just kind mm-hmm. of like giving it to us. I don't want to say su- she's like a straight shooter, but like she has a way of breaking us down and kind of like, um, uh, looking at our humility as a group, like d- right in the yeah. face. Like we've done, we've done, um, games with her where we, where we're literally mocking and imitating each other's like, kind of like number one go-to character on stage. Um, yeah. she asks questions like, okay, I get that, but why are you doing it this way? Why are you using like the, uh, um, yeah the what's the what's one of the forms we were working on um right we were working with the
0: evante but i think for a while we were stuck doing the mockumentary opener right and i think that was what she helped us out get out of yeah
2: sorry i went on a bowler tangent and i interrupted you no no no
0: bowler bowler tangents are welcome here man (laughs) um i was gonna i was gonna say that if there was a are you guys familiar with the plastic um becca you you were actually using one yesterday but the plastic. Flossing device that also has the Toothpick attached to it Um, Mm -hmm. If there Was like a permanent Version of that like a a High quality like made on Etsy version of that uh, (laughs) Dental floss toothpick Combo um, That is what I would uh, compare Melissa Bowler to because she Got into the molars (laughs) of DTI and picked out some (laughs) shit That had just had been there for um, way too long.
1: She knew exactly. She knew exactly what she was working with. Like mm-hmm, she, yeah. um, I mean, she's like she's so talented, and she's also incredible. She's brilliant, and um, she is like pra- practiced, and she's like fine tuned her her skills. So yeah, it's like we were like we don't know why this is isn't working, and we've been doing it for three months, if we can't figure it out. And she's like, yeah, it's this, and we were yeah. like, damn, oh. <laughs> yep. But she's such a good teacher. She's Seriously. an amazing performer. This is now a bowler fan podcast. <laughs> yes. Bowler fans, welcome.
0: Um, and she actually did remove plaque
2: from all of our gums. Yeah. Yeah. Bowler, bowler Picks. Uh, Going to be our yeah. sponsor, I think, on one of these upcoming <laughs> podcasts. Yes. Oh. Yes. Bowler yes. Picks. Look look for them at your local drugstore. Oh, look it up. She oh, was look look it up.
1: such a great teacher. Yeah. Such a great teacher. I'm going to run to the bathroom really quick.
2: Bye. Okay. I'm down to take a bathroom break. I've, I've had two cups bathroom of coffee.
0: Break. Cool. Yeah. And then we'll talk about who your level one teacher was. Fantastic.
1: Was it also Alan? Oh, it was JJ. It
0: was JJ. Terrarius. All
2: right. Be right back. Cool.
0: So, Mikey, um, what what was the deciding factor for you to, to, to sign up at the Providence Improv Guild?
2: It was... 2000 it was january 2018 and i just typed in on google providence improv and the first thing that came up was providence improv guild and then i tried doing more searching and then only could find i think wage house and providence improv guild i didn't see much else and i kind of just went with a uh, my gut i don't know and went over yeah. to providence improv guild and saw, uh, maybe like two or three shows throughout January and then signed up for, I believe it was a March something class. I think that's when, uh, me, when I met, um, uh, Matt Pena and Josh Dixon from also from DTI, I met both of them in my level one. Um, mm. and JJ Lang was my level one teacher. Um, and Ian hang on so you you saw a couple of shows before signing up yeah
0: do yeah do you
2: remember what shows they were so it's funny um yeah I remember the first show I went there it was a basement show so I had it mm. and I think it was a basement show for maybe two weeks in a row or at least the two mm. two weeks that I went to in a row and I was like I didn't even know that there was the upstairs stage so I had only known it as the basement because there's not really a lot of explanation when you get to the, when you went to the old, uh, um, what is it called again? Social call, C, uh, the Col- Southside cultural Center. Southside cultural center. Um, so I didn't really have a good sense of like, Oh, there's a stage here and anything like that. That's, um, so it was two basement shows. And the first show that I went to was there was a drum circle upstairs where the main stage for pig is, yeah, or like some yeah, some kind of drum circle. It was like a djembe circle, something. Right and
0: yeah. contra dancing,
2: and it was just so funny because that was my first time seeing it. it. Was like, wow, these people are trying to do this improv with a drum circle being insanely distracting, and they're just playing to it, and they're just kind of like getting meta with it and uh, talking about their. N- oh, did the
0: did the team get meta with the drum circle? Yeah,
2: because it was just so hmm. like it was like you know sometimes when you hear sounds at the southside southside cultural center you, you kind of just adapt and you try not to be, always make the joke of all oh, those dang neighbors you know what i mean right. but it was th- yeah. the noise and the <laughs> and just like the chaos of the drum circle from upstairs was just so prevalent and you couldn't ignore it that they were making those jokes and i was like this is great and i was like this is this can't be every time it was my first uh, inclination from it was just like this can't be every time so, but it seems fun like, can't be this funny every time. No, it can't be like with a drum circle every week above, oh, right, <laughs> right, above right, the performance. Right, right, right. It's, like, it's like, I just came at a weird, like, I knew that I came on a weird week. But yeah. just how they were, I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, I, I, I signed up for classes after that, after a couple shows of that, and they're all in the basement. And then it wasn't until level one where I realized, which was all, um, which I, when I realized, like, oh, this is like a different stage. They're like, oh, there's I, an actual thing. I thought it was just always performing in the basement. Um, Becca,
0: did you see any shows before you signed up or did you just sign up?
1: I just signed up. So the day of my level one was the first time I'd been to the SCC.
0: Had you hmm. seen long form improv before?
1: I don't um we had a couple improv groups at my university but i I actually don't think, yeah, I don't think mm. I saw long form improv. I think they mostly did like short form stuff
0: cool for um, those for those in the audience who don't know long form improv is, is narrative based you know usually one long story or, or a form a format um, Or but short form is is mostly games like you see on who's line
1: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah. so I, that's funny to say that back because i had never seen any any long form improv, nor had I been to Southside Cultural Center to see anything by PIG before signing up. Because um, I was not I so when I started taking classes, I did not know what improv was and it just turned out to just fit fit me. We I, I fit into improv so well, uh just by pure luck. Hmm. But I had no idea that it was so community oriented. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was team based. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing I thought, honestly thought it was all short form games. Like who's line.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Um,
1: One of the first shows. Oh, sorry. You go go
2: for please.
1: The one of the first shows I saw after becoming a, after starting level one, um, was it must have been like a friday night i don't know something show rubber legs it wasn't rubber legs it was actually jackpot jackpot had katie booker right Mm -hmm. yeah um so it was actually a jackpot night and then the other group was like bowler's french herald team who i have never seen play again but oh, wow. they played this one night that was my first show it was three of them i think it was bowler john ring and maybe jared i forget who the third member was um but their name was Henri. uh Henri. And like I still don't understand the French Herald. Like it Sounds was amazing. Like a really, it was a really interesting form. And I was like, is this improv? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> just three of them like continuing the story about being like caterers at a wedding, and they had to make stuff work when they actually were totally unprepared. It was it was really interesting.
0: The only thing I know of of the French Herald is that they don't the the edits are walk on edits, and mm-hmm. that there's no wipes. But that's right. French That's French edits, extent. yeah. Yes, the old French edit. What do you think they? That's funny. What do you think
2: they call French edits in France? Just edits. Or is there improv in France? No, there's no, there's no improv in France.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh,
2: edit de, de Edit de France.
0: That's the French edit in France. France in
1: French. We oui, oui, oui. Oui, oui. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I first, like, took level one. My level one class um, was a great group. Uh, Hamali was in that class. Omar was in that class. Nick, Corey. Um, and then a couple folks who are not really...
0: Part of the scene anymore. Part of the
1: scene anymore, but um, a good friend of mine, Brady and Derek. Like It was so much fun. It was a good class. Um, and then I think I really like started... I kept taking the classes, but, um, became maybe more integrated in the community, um, through taking sketch. And one of the, the first like sketch show I saw was Mikey's sketch class. And then I was saying, did you, you, you took a sketch class in like the summer of 2018, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. You were at that. Yeah. Um,
1: I was at that show.
2: Cool. Yeah. That was a great experience. Um, yeah. So we did level one in March that ended. And then the second level one ended, Matt Pina and I decided to take a sketch class that just kind of came up. Um, and we were, you know, a lot of it was like, people were like, ah, fatigue, maybe don't do level two right away. So Matt and I were like, well, this is a good opportunity for us because we're on a high of it. Let's take sketch with uh, Chris Iannucci, not knowing him, not knowing really anybody. But I agree completely that it got me into the community of Pig a lot. It kind of streamlined it in a lot of ways. Um, Highly recommend what anybody. Was your,
0: what was your sketch?
2: Um, oh, man, <laughs> my sketch was everybody wrote their own sketches, and I was in some good ones. Chloe's sketch of uh, the the chef, uh, t- What I forget the name of the sketch. I was in Chloe's sketch, and that was w- the highlight for me for that show was Chloe's sketch, just being able to be in it. I'm um, sure it was such a great sketch um, about like a cook-off show, and I was one of the contestants, mm-hmm. and I cut a piece of meat out of my leg to put on the pan because I overcooked the the ingredient of human flesh. Um, it was like a cooking <laughs> show to where like the, the ingredients were like human. Oh um, uh, yeah. And it was just so funny because I I fucked up my dish in the sketch. So I'm so desperate to win to win this money for my for my uh, fiance and I to get married somewhere special. Um, that I just cut a piece of, I fillet a piece of meat out of my leg and just throw it on the pin. I'm like, ah, and then I just die on stage. And it's it amazing. But uh, it anyways, that's, that's, that's a plug. So that's a plug for Chloe's sketch. But um, my sketch. What uh, Do you know the
0: date? Do you know the date of that uh, that show?
2: May, June, could, uh, something like that. You
0: could plug the. Uh, yeah, look it May up. June of, of 2018. Um, look it up. Oh, I look got, it up. But yeah, I'm sorry,
2: my sketch was um, a, truck stop. Um, and I was getting, I was a truck driver and I was getting a hot and I was hungry. So I was trying to get a cup of hot dogs in the big gulp. So my, I was pleading for that. Um, I was getting just like enough hot dogs to, to qualify as the, the, the price of a big gulp for cheap. And I was just like, it doesn't quantify your, 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 your sale does not state what needs to be in the Big Gulp to quantify it as a Big Gulp. <laughs>
1: yeah. And Was that the LaCroix the, one?
2: So that sketch was, that was a special th- day for me, Talk, going back to Bowler, Bowler callback right now. Um So Chris Iannucci, who ran that sketch class, um the way the class worked is we all wrote our sketches, and then he was a part of helping everybody cast the sketches, which can be a pretty daunting task if you're new to a community and you need people to be in your sketch and you don't want well i'm gonna write a sketch for like two people because that's i only know two people you know what i mean but he was really good about understanding that this is something he needed to be a part of so he's like if you have a specific role you want for somebody great but if you don't i can help you so originally i and so there was so this is like a truck stop and there's like a Seven Eleven clerk at the at the counter so there's the clerk there's me the guy trying to plead to get big gulp price for a b- bunch of hot dogs and then there's a third a person in line behind me who's a French person and he is just trying to get oh and I'm trying to get a lacroix like a like a lacroix um whatever a lot of people call in the states here a lacroix uh seltzer water so I'm just <laughs> like so just the just the big gulp in the in the, in the lacroix and then there's a French person behind me in line who corrects me and says, Le Croix. And I'm like, excuse me? And anyway, so we have a whole banter back and forth between me and the Frenchman. And anyway, so uh, Julie, um, who we all know was the clerk in the sketch for me. I was the hot dog guy. And it was supposed to be Jared, who was going to be the French person at first, in line behind me from Chris Iannucci Casting jared couldn't do it last minute and bowler was like i can do this and bowler was the french person in my sketch and that was like and i had seen bowler in sketches and or like in shows and stuff and i was like i just thought she was so good and that she was in my sketch was just like i feel like i'm in the community now it felt good it was like a good again for anybody looking to get streamlined into the improv community once it comes back uh look into sketch because it's a great way to meet people and get better and understand uh, a theme and everything like that, that you can incorporate with your improv.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Becca and I took a, um, uh, sketch class, a quarantine sketch class that, um, Bowler and Katie Booker taught. Um, and I think, uh, for anyone who, you know, wants to be good, uh, who, who, who wants to, um, pursue improv, uh, hard, should a hundred percent take a sketch class because it really like recalibrates uh, how how you perceive things to be funny, um, and I think that's a, a vital ingredient that I was missing in my improv. Um, having just blasted through one through four,
1: thinking about characters too, um, sometimes characterizations and developing like rich characters in improv is challenging because you have no time to, to think think them through so you're creating them on the spot um and sketch really helps you just kind of get in that brain space of, of coming up with characters
0: yeah one other thing i took from it too was uh like how simple you can write your jokes mhm and how like how in improv sometimes it's so easy to just literally talk about anything at nauseum, but you know sketch really forces you to like look at what's funny about the thing and then just hit that as hard as you can as quick as you can and get out of there
1: yeah this kind of reminded me not to circle back to my origin story uh, but when I was when I had to do those random improv activities in um my performing arts troupe the focus was always like on being funny. How do we make a joke in this improv game? How do we make my, how do I make myself be funny? I remember anytime we played that, like freeze, free freeze people. And then you would swap in with them and change the scene. I would always feel like, I'm going to go one time and I'm just going to be looking for my contact on the ground. Like that was mm-hmm. like my one thing that I was like, I'm just going to freeze in and be find my contact and then I can be done with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, And because the being funny part was so hard and stressful and something that like blew my mind in level one is that it's not about being funny. It's not about trying to be funny. Um, It's about looking for patterns, playing the game, um, giving each other gifts, feeding off each other, like being kind of positive in the scene, pushing the scene forward, asking questions, being present,
2: being reactive, not Pursuing yeah. an agenda that you may write in your head off stage before you go on, or even before show. Right. Yeah.
1: Like you're not looking for your contact on the ground. Like, just don't <laughs> you, just let right. it go. You don't have to be doing yeah, that. Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's
0: limiting. Yeah, yeah. Don't go into a set uh,
2: being like, oh, I think I'm gonna be Australian tonight. I'm gonna work on that
0: because it's just not gonna happen. Right. It's not gonna happen. Or if it does happen, it's forced, and you're just like the Australian at, uh, I don't know
2: it's a it's a
1: but sometimes
2: go ahead becca please
1: that example totally agree but sometimes if you're learning an improv skill so an australian accent is not an improv skill matt pina just (laughs) 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 i'm just kidding it is love matt it is it's Uh, a skill it is (laughs) it's a skill but but if you're like learning an improv um an improv skill like remember when we were learning the gaggle and pretty much all our scenes were the gaggle mm-hmm. were gaggles like that rocks you know right. like if we did a jam one time and it's like guys we're like we want to work on the gaggle like let's just make it all gaggles tonight yeah. or, let's do our best to like gaggle it up mm-hmm. if, it, if it goes off gaggle like that's fine gaggle is a type of group scene Um, gaggle it up that alan souza loves to teach and loves
0: and is so good at teaching
1: love the gaggle
0: yeah he's the one to be he's the one to yeah talk to about that gaggle gaggle is like the whole band is is soloing at the same time not at the same time everyone's sharing spotlight successfully um but while everybody is soloing yeah um Cool. So what are what what are y'all's biggest takeaways from having done improv? What what big impact has it had on your life? I would like you to go first. Okay. Well, one, I've met I've met um I've met a large the largest amount of best friends I've made in such a short period of time. It's a good one. Um you know, I've got I've got some best friends, but there's like two or three of them, and now I've got like eight best friends, and um, a, such a wonderful partner <laughs> that I met doing improv. As you
2: pet her head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good partner. Uh, good partner. Funny partner. Keep it up. Um, I don't know. But also, it's like in my life, I like to say um the concept of yes and has changed my life, but you know, in, in a time of quarantine, it's just like, okay, yes. And I'll fucking sit on the couch all day. But, um, but I think that that, the, the yes and mantra has, uh, has definitely transformed me for the better.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I wanted to find a community of friends and like it was such a fun awesome way to do it and um you're bonded with the folks we're bonded with um folks at pig because we all just like really love doing improv playing with each other um having fun in that way and so yeah i've met really amazing people and that's just been such a such a gift to my life yeah, um, and
0: it's very non-competitive yeah like as competitive yeah. as it, it it is like i guess it is because we all want to be want to get better right. but yeah it's non-competitive in that we all want everybody to get better be better as
1: well yeah when you're watching a team you want them to thrive exactly and succeed And that's actually, I was going to say, like, it's not all, it's definitely not every, every time you get on stage, is it like this amazing euphoria and you feel like you're (laughs) on top of the world because some shows really crash and burn and we've all had those shows where like they just were not fun because we were not having fun up there.
0: Yeah. And then you're like, damn, every moment in my life has led up to this fucking, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You'll have a couple sweaty nights where you're just kind of like under yeah. under the sun if you will of the yeah of the of the crowd and realizing you're, you you yeah. don't have anything.
1: But I think as we were getting better we had less and less of those. We definitely had shows where it's like that surely did not work. Totally. But, oh my god, Beth him. But oh. like, like we were still having fun with each other. Right. That's And it's like yeah, we're trying something new, but yeah. um you know, like we don't really know how it's going to work out, but we're having fun and we're, and we're committed to like learning from this. So less of like a, a icky, I never want to see that set again. And more of like a, all right.
0: Wow. We did that together. We did that <laughs>
1: together. And like, let's go eat some pizza about it. You know?
2: How, how about, um, uh, there's the yes and mantra, but the yes, yeah. but mantra as Becca is kind of alluding to with what she was just saying is, uh, you know, yeah, that wasn't not a great show, yes, but we also got these really good things from it. We had this good scene. So as far as much, right. of, you know, yeah, it's also good to try to find some positivity even in the negative. And I think it, it as Jaybird says, it translates, that concept translates in, into other, uh, yeah, other things in life.
1: Yeah. And feeling like in scenes where it's like we were on the verge of figuring it out.
2: Right. we're so close
1: that's i think a big it's like it's how we get get better kind of in the in the like um you know in the study of improv like those are the it kind of shows how much we've grown and as students that we are able to find these learning opportunities as opposed to a show just being like that whole thing didn't work or like that whole thing worked you know being able to like really see like all right how do we do it this time how do we do it a little differently and improve it and make it kind of jive better yeah
0: certainly and i think this is something that we were discovering right before covid hit but um you know in doing the evante like as difficult as that was it forced us to focus on a lot of different uh elements of the story that i think um you know play into the the long the long game uh if you will Mm -hmm. um that we then were able to you know um, implement into our montage work where our montages were very fresh each scene was exactly. was very different from the last yeah but there was still this overarching um you know this this overarching story that kind of existed but also um, with Evonte we had to really focus on group work and then doing gaggles just was like yeah yeah opened up a
2: lot of doors for group no question we we were a prime we were primarily a montage group for almost like six or seven months of our beginning of our existence as a group or something like that yeah at least six or seven months and at one point we just wanted to try to put some structure into our group and it was it was a it, weird transition getting there but i think we got to a point where we understood the power of our group as a montage but it's so important to keep learning about other because now we don't just do a montage. We do like a mix and match of a variety of forms. We're not just, you know, it's, it's a montage technically, but it's, but it shouldn't feel like one to the audience. Exactly. It's not as, it's not as like, kind of like, uh, I don't know all over the place as it once was. Montages
0: can be weird and loose, right? They can be weird and loose in that, you know, a lot of the scenes are somewhat similar. Right. Um, and I think kind of you know, start wave, repeating wave, wave, yourself. Wave loose. Right? Yeah. Um, Mikey, what's what what bled into your real life from improv? Hmm.
2: Oh. So what I've taken. Um. Hmm. I would say, yes, the community is a huge one. The friends have made is a huge one. Like I, I'll just second what you guys already said so well. Um, Thief. for I would say another thing that I gather that I've gotten from improv is just this. I mean, not now through COVID, but when it wasn't COVID, it was just a place to always be able to go and express myself in one way or another, or, um, you know, just be able to have that release to where you don't have to conceptually write something up every time you go on stage. Um, Right. The real, the real, the real, the best part of, improv is in the practice of it because it just makes the shows you can it just, it just opens up the possibilities for you to just be able to do shows whenever. Like we've done shows where we do a show Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe two shows on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that with a lot of other forms, um, and mediums, like as far as unless
0: you're doing the same thing over and over and over. Exactly.
2: Which is wonderful as well when you're practicing something and you're trying to say something to people. But with improv, you're sometimes trying to say something to people, but it's really just about the moment. And I don't know, I just love the muscle that it works and the muscle that you kind of practice to like make it work. Uh, There's something therapeutic about it. Um, I've had days where before I started improv, I probably never would have thought about going on stage if I had a bad day or like was having like a super bad day, but improv just kind of made me not afraid to, use my bad day on stage. Don't just like deal with it as a person, but like I can use that hard day on stage and be like, okay, so maybe I'm not going to be the most energetic person today on stage. Maybe I'm not going to be, you know, coming up with a song on stage or a dance or something like, you know, where I'm just coming up with some of that. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm, you know, kind of more of like a, a person setting the, setting the tone. Maybe I'm a person just kind of, Thinking about the story of something like I'm just kind of like a little bit more, I don't know. Just using using your energy yeah. on a daily basis to like, uh, not be brought down by it. I yeah. don't know. Yeah.
0: Improv improv is like being part of a band where each night you you have no idea what instrument you're going to be playing, and halfway through a set might might switch Im- instruments. You might switch instrument instruments per song. Yeah. You know?
2: There's something freeing about improv um, that you just don't get from a lot of other. Uh, things you can do. Yeah. yeah,
0: I imagine like musicians who solo probably have get that that sort of like rush of like adrenaline. Mm, yeah, uh, like, yeah. Imp- improv-, improv solo. I guess I should say totally
2: because you practice it again. It's in the practice of the of the of of the of the of, the, of improv that makes it so much fun to right. perform. Where again, you're you're, you're just you're taking years and years and years of experience and practice and putting into like any given show. You know what I mean? You could put yeah. something in your, in a show on any given night that you learned four years before that. Um, and it's the same thing with like, a guitar solo. It's like, Oh, if you learned how to do a pull off gu- gu- guitar trick or something like that, that's just something you a little, you have a bag of tricks, I guess. Um, and you just yeah. have, find a way to use it and make it work on stage.
0: Yeah. yeah, The the tool belt. Alan
2: Susan made that really clear to us in regards to going back to what we were talking about with montage and form. He taught us that Mm -hmm. idea, or he broke it down for us and simplified it for us into the sense of like a tool belt or like something like that, where it's like you have all these forms you've learned. Now just kind of use them in your montage form and pull from them.
0: Yeah. Implement them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Final thoughts on improv?
1: I think it made me a better listener just in my life. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, how could we forget?
1: I think. Number one. Being able and just the the key, the basis, basic lesson of like, we don't want to see conflict. Like, you know, right. there can be conflict in a way that is like still promoting like growth in the scene or, or whatever. Or Right. Yeah. Um, but just being like, yeah, just just interacting, interacting with. With people, Um, when I first started taking level one, I was talking to a lot of families who are coming into the hospital um, and who like I needed to be able to answer their questions in a way that made me, you know, made my presence like assuring to them and made me seem like, Mm. you know, like you're in good hands here, like we're taking care of you. And I think improv helped a lot with just like feeling confident and being able to listen to what they're asking and respond. Even if I'm like, I don't know the answer. I'm going to have to ask my supervisor, like in a way that's like, here's what I do know. And I'll ask. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Me managing people at my job, improv has helped a lot with just managing and talking to a variety of different people because that's actually the best thing about, one of my favorite things about improv when I first started doing it was just the variety of people that you met coming for a lot yeah. of different reasons to do this one thing yeah. where it's like I'm coming because Jaybird I need to uh, I'm doing I'm officiating my friend's wedding um I'm yep. I'm just got a promotion and I'm going to have to start doing more public speaking um I watched SNL my whole life and just want to give it a go um a friend bought me the class exactly. like it's just it's just th- anything yeah. any is, and that was the beauty of like level 1 that you kind of miss as you start going through it and it's like okay well these people like are really into it or like they really like doing it it's not just like hey man let's grab a beer after class which we you still do but it's uh it's it, I, I missed uh, level 1 is a great experience um in that in yeah. that way
1: for everybody yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i i used to say that like to my family all the time mikey when i was first started doing improv and was telling them about classes and i'm like it's so cool because there's people like me who love theater and then there's a bunch of people who are like i've never been on stage and I'm just doing this for fun, you know, or like yeah. I'm doing this to meet people or I'm doing this to get better at public speaking.
2: It's great. And it's 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 a really wonderful experience to um, seeing other people go through performing in front of people for the first time because, you know, they're so nervous. And if it's taken you a long time to do it, too, it's even more nerve wracking because you've just have all this built up, um, you know, time and maybe not, reg- I don't know about regret, but like thought of like ever doing it or something like that. So it's good to see people go through that process and come through on the other side too.
0: Yeah. It's fun to just watch people put themselves out exactly. there. You can tell hardly anyone ever in an improv level one class, it, it looks like they feel confident, Yeah, you know, but afterwards, uh, the glow, the vibe, that that group puts off is uh, yeah you can tell you get a you get a
2: contact high being next yeah. to them yeah um, yeah Keep and playing. they're
0: they're you can, they're just like when when can I do that again
2: right yeah <laughs> playing for a laugh yeah. is a really great experience yeah performing for it laughs it yeah is, uh, yeah
1: I remember my level one show I think it was on the same night as the teen camp I don't know if either of you saw I'm not a... you were just starting improv mm.
2: um not entirely and sure and
1: i think the cascade was like mike's class level one ended becca's class level one ended jay bird's class something yeah. like that and miranda's class in there too yeah um as well as josh and yes. matt and was in my level one um so, my level one, I think it was my showcase, was on the same night as teen, the teens performing, who did like the two week long improv teen camp. And it was like Noah oh, and um, a bunch of other, yeah, I that. Uh, probably like 14, 15 year olds. And they That's had. So great. I was like, we have to perform after them. Like they had went after them. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they were called. Oh, what were they called? I think they were like the Witches Coven or like Team Witches or something. Okay. And That's they had funny. so much energy. They were so excited. Like they, I was talking about them for weeks. Like I loved watching the teens yeah. go. So um, good. And Tom, Tom or Bowler or some someone was like, "What they lack in like technical skill, they make up for it in just like absolute fearlessness." Right. And I was like, "That's a that's a little bit that we could all take, you know? That's mm-hmm. a little no question. That's yeah, like that fearlessness is kind of what you got to bring to improv. Sometimes, like not having it makes probably makes you able to fine tune yourself. Yeah. But also having a little bit of fearlessness is like, I'm gonna try this, and if I fail, that's how I learn. You yeah. know." Yep
0: um did uh did you guys have a good show
1: we did have a good show i really liked our level one show and we were totally buzzed afterwards and so I was, excited yeah, yeah.
0: i was gonna ask uh did the do you think the the teen camp um heightened your guys's energy probably that makes sense yeah.
1: probably be like the teens <laughs>
0: right, right, right. that's great um yeah. that's it's good to have a good first first show um Mikey, do you remember your level one showcase?
2: Yeah, it was great. It was it was it uh it was uh, better than great. It was yeah. It was just no. Um, I remember I remember lifting up my shirt so Matt could like pop a huge like cyst or something like that on my back, <laughs> and that got a really good laugh. Guys I forget in. what it was, nice. but I remember just lifting up my shirt and bending over in front of Matt and uh, getting a good laugh. Um. <laughs> but yeah josh it was me me josh and matt myself josh and matt and that was just special class
0: cool wow the improv episode
2: yeah
1: uh, i miss i miss me too it.
0: no ads yeah you guys got that one for
2: free yeah <laughs> this this one's from the heart everybody
0: yeah
1: we're still sort of like we sort of still have a little bit of money left over from shares sponsorship right. So yeah, that was a big one. Really... Share tipped us. Yeah. <laughs> share tipped us for that fucking reason. That was a big
2: one. We weren't expecting that. <laughs> so, thank you, share. Thank you thank so you much. You've been in my life since the day I was born. Hey, thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing. <laughs> share, bitch. Uh, share, bitch.
1: I'm share, bitch. I'm share,
2: bitch. Uh, Hashtag. And if you're just tuning in, fucking go God back. Damn it! Didn't don't you want to learn anything from us?
0: And there are no ads this episode, <laughs> so you have no reason to skip.
2: Maybe the ads are too long.
1: This to
0: I'm over here putting my finger in this cat's butt. Excuse
2: um, me? My...
1: Other, other camera, honey. Other. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. You have... <laughs> I guess you could do okay. either. Um, That's
0: like... My grandmother
2: knitted these
0: beautiful uh, cat butt coasters wow. at, where at the center is a little pink button. That is
2: <laughs> Holy shit, man. That's amazing.
0: I can I can give you what what call Fifi's black she's and white, She's black right? and white. She,
2: yep, she's like a tuxedo. Let's see if I got any black and white. One. Oh my god. Let's see if I got any any I would be I would be honored.
0: Or I can have, um yeah, I'll, I'll I got one for you for sure. It, it may just may not be black and white. It's okay. She sells so she she knits a bunch of stuff for Christmas bazaars that um her church does and sells them. Hmm. And I've been trying to get her to commit to making a bunch of cat but for church. Um for church to sell, but yeah, I don't know. She won't do that at God's house. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. Makes
2: sense. Uh, <sighs> well, cool. I think, I think Man, ending well, it. At, I think ending it at church and cat assholes is a great um, way out.
0: I agree. Yeah, I I think so too. Becca, thanks for thanks for joining us. We couldn't do an improv episode without you. No,
1: thanks for having me. Had a good time.
2: This is great. I'm glad we. This I'm glad. That we, we, did, we did this about... Um, I'm just glad. Yeah, I'm very, very happy. I'm
0: fucking proud I'm fucking, oh, of oh, the two of you.
2: I'm fucking proud of us, dude.
1: I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the two of you. Uh, <laughs> you
0: I'm share. I'm... Cher. <gasps> I'm just popping oh, in. I just wanted to say I'm, I'm proud of you, I'm Cher, all, all three of you. Share, you have no idea. Oh my
1: God! Thank you, Share. Share, we love you. We're your biggest fans. Oh my God! I'm
0: I'm yours. All of your biggest fans. Share. Cher. Cher. Wow. I, a, thank you. Wh- Why are you at Mikey's house?
2: <laughs> I, I'm.
0: I. Don't worry about it.
2: Uh, Cher, I just Mikey? wanna I just wanna let you know that um. What's that song that you did back in the day? Was great for me. You know, you know the one. Uh, is this love? No, nope. baby, don't Michael, hurt me. No, nope. Michael. I
0: just want. Michael, I just want.
1: Turn back time.
2: Yeah, uh, I just we, want you to know. Turn back time.
1: Baby, time. That, that last
0: night meant to me as much as that
2: song meant to you. Oh wow, sure. That's that's very sweet of you. You're you're good, Mikey. did you fuck share? No. Oh my God. Yes. Share. <laughs> come on. She's
1: just, sponsors. This is our sponsor. is.
2: Mikey, I want, I wanted,
0: I wanted to be official.
2: Share oh, business and pleasure, baby. Come on, we gotta, we gotta chill, cool it, baby. <laughs> He's I, just, called just
0: find a way, Michael.
2: <laughs> if I can turn, turn back, back time,
1: if I can find a way, take back Mikey's words that have hurt me. You'd say <laughs> I don't know why I did The things I did I don't know why I did Mikey done Life's like A knife it can cut Deep inside <laughs> Mikey Doesn't love me So I must leave This is so awkward um, Okay <laughs> sure, <laughs> you're very, my, mom,
2: my, my mom listens to the podcast Cher sure. <laughs> she's not she's she actually might be cut, thrilled about this. Cut me out. Actually. <laughs> she'd she'd love to I meet love you. Her mom. She'd love to meet you. Uh you know that actually if, if you wouldn't mind, uh maybe we could FaceTime her after this.
0: Oh Use my use my phone,
2: Michael. <laughs> All right,
0: sure. Bye Cher.
2: Bye Cher. Bye Cher. Alright, hey, just um you you going to Burger King? Yeah. Okay. No, no. She's going to Burger King. you guys want anything from Burger King? I'm, I'm good, Sharon. I'm thank, thank you, Share. Thank you, uh, Onion rings. Yeah. With the sauce. All right. <laughs> Lo- love love the way you walk. <laughs> not there yet. I not I put your put your put your butt put your butt up against the wall